0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Mentors Podcast. What is up to all my proteges out there? This is the Fantasy Football Mentor, and this is episode four of the podcast for the Fantasy Football 2019 season. We are going to do a few things today in this podcast. We're going to go over recent news, things that are really affecting the fantasy world, like Andrew Luck, the big one. Um, We're also going to go over top bust of the 2019 season. These are guys that you should stay away from in the draft because they're just, their ADP is so high that they're just not going to perform to that this season. And then at the end, we're going to do a mock draft. So stay with me here, guys. Um, I do have my friend Joey here on the uh, podcast today, Um, he's going to provide some extra insight into uh, some different guys we're talking about today and also on the mock draft. Alright, so let's go ahead and introduce my friend Joey, Um, I've been playing fantasy football with him for a couple years now and I do trust his insight, so go, go ahead and say hello Joey. What's going on everybody? All right. So the first thing that we wanted to discuss today, just for a second, to go over it, um, is the big thing that's happened here in the past uh, couple days, and that's the Andrew Luck retirement. Um, obviously, that's going to be affecting a lot of different people on the Colts. Uh, I would say it's going to be affecting like uh, uh, Hilton the most, uh, and then I would definitely say like Ebron. The tight ends are almost end of the end of the line tight ends at this point. It's all Marlon Mack. I'd say it's it's, it's, it's neither here nor there. I, I think that he's going to get a little bit more work in the beginning of the game because they're not going to be able to throw as much. But at the same time, th- he was very game script dependent last season, so they're not going to have uh, as many leads. Uh, how do you feel about the fantasy value of the different guys that Andrew Luck affects?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you, uh, you pretty much called it right there. You know, uh, T.Y. definitely taking a big hit. You can see his numbers when he's played with uh, Jacoby in the past. They're just not not the same. Um, he is falling, though, you know, so you can pick him up as your next receiver down the line or two, then, you know, it could end up proving a lot of value. Uh, Mac's going to be tricky for me. Um, they're going to probably be pretty uh, predictable a lot of the time. I just, uh, yes, I, I, I'm i not a big Mac fan. And Ebron, for me, almost becomes, you know, not not draftable, just – I still see the targets being there and the opportunities just being nearly the same that they would be with uh, with Luck in there.
0: Yeah, and I mean, what this is going to do to these guys' ADP is it's going to drop them. And at the end of the day, if you end up with Mac or Hilton as your, you know, running back three, wide receiver three. Uh, that's not going to be a horrible thing for you. Um, they, they could still return value. It's just all going to depend, obviously, on how well Brissett is able to carry them and, and, and able to run the offense. So um, that's going to be an interesting thing to see. As far as the personal side of it, uh, I, I've, I've seen a lot of people hating on Andrew Luck. Not a lot of people. I've seen a lot of people coming to the defense of people <clears throat> hating on Andrew Luck. And I, I think there's something you know, to be said about someone who's been injured almost every year of their career and um, an organization that pretty much until last year refused to uh, put out the right personnel to protect him and give him the best chance to win. Um, So, yeah, what do you think about that?
1: Uh, You know, being a uh, huge uh, Tony Romo fan, I can definitely relate to uh, the frustration of, of not getting protection in there. Um, you know, I can understand how the fans reacted at the time. it was it was a pretty big shock, you know, I don't think they had any clue it was coming, so I understand their frustration at the time um but yes, and in the long run, I think that I think his fans will you know really appreciate everything that that he did for them, and you know they'll be okay with it in the long run
0: yeah i I'm sure they will um I think whenever things like this happen, there just needs to be kind of kind of be like a grace period where um people you know just get get their emotions under under control and really understand what happened and how much uh, he's helped their franchise. Um, So let's go on to our bust of the season, which I'm sure you guys all want to hear. These guys, these are guys that you do not want to draft this season. Okay. And, now let me let me back up. That's not true. Some of them are guys you do not want to draft. Some of them are just guys that if you can get them at later rounds than their ADP, then they could be worth drafting. But we'll we'll definitely go over that whenever we talk about each player. Um, so the first guy that um, I chose, um, and we're going to do quarterbacks first, is uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Now um, a couple things that I noticed, especially last season, is. Um, his, his, uh, pro football fo- focus grade for quarterbacks was. I think 22nd last year and it was one of the lowest uh, that it's ever been other than his rookie season. Um, that also goes with his rating that was at about a 73 last season. Um, you know you know the things with Ben, Big Ben is he has his interception issues, he has his turnover issues with fumbles. Um, but he is a big play guy and you know that's that's what comes from holding the ball too long and trying to make things happen. Um, but uh, I, I just don't see a great season for him. Also, because uh, he doesn't have a B, and pretty much his whole career, he's always had a All-Pro receiver like Heinz Ward or a B um, to help bail him out of situations. Which I mean, if you watch watch Ben Roethlisberger play, um, he's a big-play guy, so he needs a big-play receiver to kind of make all his connections happen. So. Um, he's one guy that I would say just don't draft this season. Um, I uh, how do how, how do you feel about that?
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, I have uh, I've been as a as a QB two. Um, you know, draft him as your as your backup. He's always going to be you know producing numbers and give you good weeks for sure. But yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to have him as my as my number one. Um, my my guy that I just see going off the boards a little too high uh, is old Baker you know, I love the guy. I love the offense. I think, uh, great things, uh, are in store for them, but you know, he's just, he's going way too high for me and I don't see him finishing higher than, you know, maybe seven, six, seven. I think he's going to fall around eight. I you know, I see him falling, uh, in the top five quarterbacks right now in the drafts. And I just, I think that's a little too high. You have great value later on down the, uh, the road. So if, uh, if, you're me. You're not drafting Baker anytime soon.
0: Yeah, I mean the the thing about Baker is that I I, I like I, I can remember last season that I loved Baker. Like as soon as he played like a couple snaps, I remember telling Joey actually um, last season that I loved Baker and we and I had him in um, a a two QB super flex league that we play in. And I had him on my bench and I got him before he started and it really ended up saving my season and I got third. But the thing about Baker is there's so much hype. I think the thing about me right now with him is that there's so much hype that he's going in the top four of quarterbacks, top five, and that's just a little bit too high for me. I do think he could finish seven, eight. Um, I, I think that's probably his his ceiling, Maybe, maybe fifth, but fifth, sixth, but I'm going to guess the seventh, eighth range. So that's really not someone that I'd be looking at um, either for the most part, unless he dropped dropped to me, to be honest. Um, So let's go ahead and uh, let's move on to some running backs that we think um, aren't going to perform to their ADP this season. And the first guy that I've picked is Le'Veon Bell. Now, a lot of you guys... I don't want to say a lot. I mean, it it just depends. But a a lot of people I'm sure right now are thinking, wow, Le'Veon Bell, that's someone that you shouldn't draft. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't draft him. You could draft him if he dropped in the second round, um, middle to to end, but he's not going to. So it's pretty much a do not draft. There's just other players around him that are better. Um, The reason I think this is that Le'Veon Bell has never had this type of O-line. So... If you look at Pro Football Focus and you look at all their, their blocking stats, their, their rush blocking stats, their pass blocking stats, the Jets rank beyond 20 in pretty much every single category. Now, uh, they do um, rate them individually on Pro Football Focus, and literally not a single lineman has a 60 rating. And just to give you some perspective, about 75 is a good NFL player. Right? 70 is a decent NFL player. So that's how bad these guys were in 2018. So Le'Veon has always been a part of the Steelers. The Steelers were first in a lot of these categories in 2018 when he wasn't even playing. So He's he's never had to deal with this, and I think we know how Le'Veon runs. He's a stutter step guy. He likes to get to the line, stop, and kind of see where he's going. Well, he's not going to get to do that when his offensive lineman's backs are being pushed into his face. So I just don't see him as that first-round pick, so I would suggest you stay away from him. How do you feel about that, Le'Veon?
1: Well, you know, it's, uh, it's hard to argue against all the stats you have there, but this is uh, somewhere where we... I guess a little bit disagree, you know, I understand he's, he's probably going to go middle to late first round. That's where I have him going. Um, but I mean, I just, it's what else are they going to do there? He's going to be involved in every facet of the game. Um, they're behind. He's going to be catching eight, nine, ten passes a game. I mean, just look down the street at the giants. Who do you have there? How, how good is their O line? What did they do last year? And you still have just a, uh, a transcendent talent that's just gonna, that's gonna conquer. And that's know? and
0: that's true. Just to jump in real quick, um, I do want to mention that what he just said. Those are actually really great points to use to counter my um, Bell argument. Is that um, they're going to be dumping the ball off a lot, and, and, and other than you know Saquon and maybe DJ in past years, there's really not another player that is as good as Le'Veon at that type of um, passing game from the running back position. So that is definitely one thing um, to consider there, no doubt. Um, so who's the running back that you chose?
1: So, I mean, speaking of the same kind of things you were saying, somebody that scares me that's going ahead of Bell is David Johnson. You know, he, he's kind of at that same spot uh, he was last year, you know, top, top back. Um, didn't produce, you know. I think he ended up finishing right around 11, 12 last year. You know, he was consistent, but it's just it, – it scares me because there's still just so many questions on that uh, that offense. I mean, it is exciting there with Kyler Murray and, you know, the new uh, head coach going to be a little more of an air raid offense, so maybe he can get back to his old ways. But for me, it's just it's too scary uh, to trust him right there at where he's going. I mean, five overall, I just – I can't trust that.
0: Yeah, and I mean, kind of like he did on the last one. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with him. I, I think that David Johnson is due for a breakout you know breakout year. I say he's already had a breakout year, but considering last season, where by the way he still finished I think RB ten um, or RB nine at the end of the season, so it wasn't that bad. But he definitely didn't give you that top three, top five. Um, running back that you need and I think um, with this new offense with Kyler Murray that is going to create a lot more chances for David Johnson um, they've looked hit and miss in the preseason so far but I do just feel like um, David Johnson is going to get back to his 2018 or 2017 ways um, of producing 2016-2017 so um, let's move on to uh, wide receivers and um, the guy I'm going to talk about is Alan Robinson of the Chicago Bears. Uh, now, if you followed Allen Robinson at all, you know that he's just been on the decline the past couple of years. And I don't think it's his fault necessarily. Um, there are factors that weigh into that. Uh, he's dealt with a rookie quarterback last season, Trubisky, and they didn't have a good quarterback before that. Um, so he, he just hasn't had a great bunch of good opportunities this season or this season or any season um, that I don't even know if his whole career, maybe he had one good season at the Jaguars. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so this season with Allen Robinson, um, just to kind of throw out, um, a a couple different stats here that scare me some advanced stats, right? So he's one of the worst players in the NFL at yards after catch yak. Right? So, um, and and that's bad. But what really scares me is that he only caught 58% of the passes thrown his way. And that ranked like 40 among receivers with X amount of catches so we're not talking about guys that got a few so it's it's uh, he's just someone that i i want to stay away from i'm not a big fan of trubisky this season if trubisky is good he's gonna have one good game and then one really bad game that's just kind of how he's been um through preseason and through last season and um there just hasn't been a lot of good stuff from camp so i'm just i'm staying away from alan robinson honestly i'm staying away from about every bear except david montgomery so um, how do you feel about that, Allen Robinson one?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't uh, agree more there. Um, really disappointed what I've seen from from him after coming from the Jags. Where yeah, he had a couple of really good seasons there. I was expecting a lot out of him um, with Trubisky. You know, improving. I really thought he'd, he'd get a little better, but just with that offense, they spread it, they spread the ball around too much. I don't. Yeah, I don't like Allen Robinson too much this year either.
0: Alright, and yeah, just to kind of throw out, like, who you could be drafting in that Allen Robinson area is guys like Cup, Ridley, Boyd, DJ Moore, Landry, DeeDee, Curtis Samuel, who you could maybe grab in the next round where you would (laughs) grab Allen Robinson, so... Those are guys you'd much rather have than Allen Robinson. So uh, who is your wide receiver that uh, you are staying away from this season?
1: Uh, this one might shock some people, but, you know, I just think uh, I think Adam Thielen is just uh, he's got a little too much hype. Um, you know, he's improved every year. I get it. He's, he's one of the best in the, the league. But, you know, his touchdown total last year I just don't think is uh, sustainable. I'm pretty sure he, he matched his, uh, his career total there. Uh, I, just, I just don't think he can repeat what he did last year. I think he's going to be a solid uh, wide receiver two with uh, some receiver one upside. But I just, I just don't think it's, it's going to be the season that, that everybody is thinking. And I, um, Diggs is there a few uh, picks later. I think he's better value there. Uh, I'm waiting, and I'm, I'm taking Diggs.
0: Nice. Um, I completely agree on that one. I would definitely go after Diggs over Thielen this year. Um, if you look on Pro Football Focus um Diggs is one of the highest rated receivers in pretty much balls that are thrown his way he he catches like 80 percent of them and he had i think um other than you know d hop who literally never drops a ball Diggs is a top five receiver in drops also so um or non-drops and say drop sounds like he's bad um but yeah so i, I would definitely t- take Diggs there over feeling no doubt about it um so that's going to wrap up. Um, well, did you have anyone else you wanted to kind of like throw out there, like uh, just to say real quickly?
1: You know, the one, one person I did have uh, that I saw kind of drafting early again this year is, is uh, Derek Henry of the, uh, of the Titans. You know, I, um, I think he's, the volume's going to be there. He's going he's gonna to have an uptick in carries. Uh, I just I don't like him, you know, unless you have a strong running back in front of him, I don't like where he's being drafted.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you there. I think it would be a lot easier to take Henry if you all honestly already had like two um, solid running backs. Um, it, it's just it's 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 really hard for him to even be your RB two because literally we're talking about someone, and I was telling Joey this earlier. Derrick Henry is a guy that you need to give the ball to him twenty twenty five times a game, and the the Titans aren't good. Okay. So so there's there's no way that the game script is going to be happening to where there's you can just keep b- giving big old Henry the ball and letting him get that feel for the game. Cause that's what he needs. So I was telling Joey, man, I literally if the, if the Titans offense ends up being better than it, everyone thinks it's going to be, then that's going to be amazing for Derrick Henry. And if he can stay healthy and they give him the ball 20 times, a game, 20 times a game, he can be a top five rushing yards running back. But the, other side of that is you're drafting Henry as your third player on your team and he completely bust out because if you remember last season he was horrible for the first 12 13 games it was only the last four that he was any good at all before that people dropped him and and like Joey was saying um, we, we were talking before he was telling me that like if you remember and I'm sure we all do is that a lot of people didn't even play Derrick Henry because you 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 weren't going to trust him he was trash um, so, th- that's a really good one, honestly. Um, so uh, so let's go ahead and let's uh, stop it there, and um, those are going to be our bust pick for 2019. Um, so we are going to go ahead and um, jump into a mock draft here. Alright guys, so we're going to go ahead and get this mock draft started. Um, it's going to be a 10-man um, half PPR league, and it's all done through Fantasy Pros. Uh, Joey's going to have the 12th pick, and I'm going to have the second pick. We're going 12, 12 man. 12 man, um, half PPR. So, uh, let's see. So, Joey's going to have two picks the turn, and I'm going to have the second pick. Um, so, let's see how this goes. It's about to get started here. Um, with the second pick, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and assume that the first the f- uh, guy with the first pick is going to take Barkley. and at that point, um, at this at this juncture, I'm still going to go Elliott. Um, if I didn't go Elliott, I would go Kamara. But I think Elliott's going to be pretty much the best player in fantasy this season. Um, I know that he's holding out right now, but I feel like he's definitely going to be there by week one. So that is most likely going to be my second pick here. I am still waiting, um, but I'm most likely going to go with Zeke. Um, I think there's a case to be made for Kamara and McCaffrey there, and, you you know, I wouldn't shade you if you did take those guys, but um, I'm still going to go Elliott here. So that is my second pick, and um, let's, uh, you know, I mean, how, how do you feel about that? Do you feel that, I mean, there yeah, I mean, is I, a case to be made for CMC and Kamara?
1: I, you know, I just think the first four picks are, you know, I think you're good anywhere you go there. You can, you know, make cases for everybody. You know, we might be a little bit of a homer there, but, I mean, Zeke just gets so much uh, so much of the offense. But, yes, I, would, I wouldn't mind any other, other two guys there either. McCaffrey, Kamara, I mean, they're both going to do just fine all season long.
0: Yeah, how would you feel if um, this was a full PPR league? Um, I know some people have talked about taking DeAndre Hopkins um, or, like, Devontae Adams with, uh, like, the third, fourth, fifth pick. Uh, do you think that's something that could work out for those teams or do you think they should probably still go with one of the elite running backs there?
1: I mean, you know, you can fill out your team that way. It'd be fine. I just, I just don't, I don't see how you pass on one of those four just have a, a, uh, for sure RB one, you know, no questions asked. I don't know how you pass that up because those four, I mean, are established, you know, what you're getting out of them. It'd be hard for me to, to, to go receiver anywhere in the top four.
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree there. Um, so let's see here uh, what's going to fall to you at 12. All right, and that's my bad, guys. I meant the 11th pick. So he is up now, and um, let's uh, head it over to Joey and see what he's going to do here.
1: You know, I, th- I just really want to get a uh, running back here. i um, looking at my top options. I see uh, Cook, Mixon, Gurley. I feel like I'm missing... I guess he got picked earlier, um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with these uh one of these running backs. You know, I like Mixon a lot. He's just a a big workhorse. dalvin's uh, good too. I'm gonna go with, with Dalvin cookie. I like what i what I'm seeing out of him in the coming of the preseason.
0: okay, so over Gurley, really what um what makes you think uh i guess what makes you make that decision uh cook over Gurley and Mixon?
1: um you know i I, I like Mixon a lot there I, I' I like what he's done the last couple seasons. he's been healthy he's been he's been a feature back there. Uh, I mean, I guess I could say the same for Cook, but Gurley, uh, a little scary there with the uh, with the injury situation. I'm not sure how, how much they're going to manage his uh, carries. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I think any back there is fine.
0: Okay, so you are up now with the second pick in the third round. And so so um, what are you looking at there? You
1: know, those guys are still falling right back at me. So now i got my option of uh, of, of mixing in Gurley again. So, you know, um I think at this point, you know, I'm a little wary of Gurley. I'm going to stay away from him this year for
0: some reason, and I like mixing a lot. I'm going mixing here. All right. So um, he went ahead and doubled up on those stud running backs, those guys that are definitely, definitely going to be getting 20 to 25 touches a game. And you um, really can't go wrong there. That means those guys are going to have an extremely strong floor. Um, so I definitely cannot fault you there. Um, so I'm assuming that you're probably going to be going back to getting a wide receiver um, in this next round, no doubt though.
1: I'll be I'll be going yes, double receiver next uh, next round for sure. That's what I'll be looking at.
0: Cool, cool. Okay, so um, I'm going to be up next here in a couple picks um, at that uh, number eleven spot in the second round, and um, most likely I'm going to be looking at a, um, another running back, um, with Zeke. Now, when you take Zeke, obviously I'm, I mean, if you follow me on Twitter at all, you know that I'm a guy who thinks that Zeke is going to be there week one and he's easily going to be the best player in fantasy this season. But at the same time, um, you do need to get, uh, those, you know, you, you need to kind of stack RBs a little bit just to cover your ass a small amount, just in case, you know him and Jerry Jones start playing sword dicks with each other, and they they can't get a deal done. So um, that's just something smart that you can do at that uh, you know at that juncture if you do go with Zeke. All right, so it's come around to me here with the 11th pick in the second round, and the mentor is going to choose. Well. My choices are Keenan Allen, Antonio Brown, and Aaron Jones, and on Johnson. Now, I like Kerryon Johnson as a player. I just, honestly, I'm not big on him. I don't have many shares of him. I, I just feel like that offense and the way he's built as a running back, like it just doesn't scream workhorse to me. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to go ahead and take Aaron Jones. Um, I'm really big on Aaron Jones this season. I feel like in that offense, with that offensive line, um, he's gonna have no problem uh, scoring a lot of points. This is gonna be a big breakout year for Aaron Jones. Um, I think over the years, he's always been a guy that has that really large um, yards per carry. He's always a guy that's at the top of the NFL in that. And I feel like that's not gonna change this season. So with my next pick, I have taken two running backs with Zeke and Aaron Jones, so what I'm going to go ahead and do here is go with Antonio Brown. Now, I know Antonio Brown is a guy that has had some issues in the preseason so far um, with his foot, some issues on hard knocks if you guys check that out, but um, he's just a guy that I think is going to have a huge season. Um, He's a perennial All-Pro, he's a Hall of Famer, um, and he's really not that old, he's still got a lot of zip. So I am going to go with A.B. there. So my team so far is Zeke, Aaron Jones, and Antonio Brown. And Joey is going to be up next. Okay, so um, Joey is up now with the 11th pick in the third round. So um, what are you thinking over there?
1: Uh, Yeah, like I said, I got two running backs already. Um, I'm looking to fill out my roster. I'm looking at receivers here. Uh, it's asking a lot out of Diggs to be my receiver one. I think he's a fringe receiver one. You know, definitely a strong two. So he's just going to have to to carry the load for me here. Um, and I'll have another pick here in a second. I'm going to go right back to another receiver. I got a couple in in, uh, in my radar here. See, uh, see who makes it to me.
0: Yeah, um, I I know he just went ahead and he picked Diggs there. And Diggs is actually one of my huge breakouts this season. Um, He is being drafted as like a wide receiver, too. I mean, high-end wide receiver, too, I'd say, Um, usually right after Thielen. And I just feel like Diggs is prime for a breakout. Um, He's a guy who's always in the top five in passes thrown his way that he catches. Um, He's always a top five in in drops or non-drops, I guess you would say. Um, So he's just a guy that I really think is going to become a wide receiver one this season. So I think that's actually a really, really good pick there. Um, So it is about to come around for Joey's pick in the fourth round, pick number two. And let's see what he does here.
1: Uh, So, yeah, in front of me, he took a running back and a receiver, but nobody was eyeing. So I'm going to come back around and pick up uh, Brandon Cooks for the Rams. He's uh, just a model of consistency. I don't think I can go wrong there having him as my receiver two alongside with Diggs.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Cooks has had 1,000 yards in almost every season he's been in the NFL. So he's definitely a model of consistency, there's no doubt there. Um, so that's a really solid pick there also. So what is your uh, team looking like right now um, with the four picks?
1: Uh, so, yeah, I went running back, running back, Dalvin Cook and Joe Mixon. And then uh, on the second swing, I took uh, Diggs and Cooks at my receiver positions. So looking pretty solid there for my front four
0: nice and yeah i mean that's something that's very typical i feel like um at the end of the rounds like he was pick 11 uh, you're definitely going to be getting two wide receivers and two running backs most likely in those first four picks um i would suggest either going running back running back wide receiver wide receiver or running back wide receiver running back wide receiver or vice versa there of course so um that's very solid picks and i mean that's really what you want In those first four picks, you want guys that have a really high floor, guys that are going to be there every week for you, guys that you're going to be able to count on um, game in and game out. All right, so it did come back around to me again, as it always does. (laughs) And um, this is a fourth round pick 11. And I am going to be looking at... I've got Mark Ingram up there. I do like Ingram a lot this season, and I do have Chris Godwin up there along with Ridley. Um, I do like Godwin a lot this season, um, so I'm going to go ahead and go with him. Um, we are on a time crunch too, so I needed to make a I needed to make a decision there before I picked Melvin Gordon or something <laughs> like that, or, or even Andrew Luck. Uh, so um, I did go ahead and grab Godwin there. Um, I, You know, I'm pretty big on Godwin, but I mean, if you guys listen to anyone else, um, as far as fantasy analysts, I I don't think there is a bigger, propped-up receiver this season um, than than Godwin. So, um, a lot of people just feel like he's going to be that one guy that really breaks out into that wide receiver one status. Um, So... That's definitely a guy that um you 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 want to grab and um he, he's gonna be useful this season um what I did next is i went with and we're going quick here <laughs> um is I went with uh Philip Lindsay on, on coming back around um, with the second pick in the fifth round um i i I still like Lindsay a lot this season you know a lot of people want to act like he's not going to have um the same kind of success he did as a rookie. But really, there's really no reason to believe that. Their offensive line is a lot the same. Um, Pretty much, people are just worried about Royce Freeman again. And I think that just comes back to... Royce Freeman was a highly you know highly recruited player out of high school and college more than Lindsey so there's always that you know question of whether he can go in and start stealing carries from Lindsey but last season we saw that Lindsey is just a better running back I mean we can sit here and argue all day about size but he's just a much better running back so um, I did grab Lindsey there so my team right now is looking like Zeke, Aaron Jones, Antonio Brown, Godwin, and um, Lindsey in the flex. Um, so, I mean, how do you feel about Lindsey this season going off of his um, amazing rookie season, Joey?
1: Yeah, well, I'm up here. Let me, uh, let me figure this out really quick since we're going so fast. Yeah. Um... I'm probably looking to fill up my flex as well. Oh, wow, you're up. I'm I'm sorry, sorry. I didn't even know know you were up. Yeah, go ahead, talk about that. I'm sorry, I didn't Um, didn't even realize that. Pretty tough right here. I'm I'm looking at best available. You know, I think it's a reach for uh, tight ends and quarterbacks at this point. Still a tough pick here. I think I'm going to end up uh, picking James White. Wow, that was really fast. I think I got James White. I'm not really. 100%. Did, did you did, did you end no. up
0: getting James White? Look on your roster. Sorry, we're doing Fantasy Pros app here, man. They're not they're not messing around with this time. Um, where the hell mine? <laughs> yeah,
1: so I'm gonna get uh, Robbie Anderson. Don't mind that at all. There's another receiver uh, there for the flex. Uh, he should have a, a, a fine season. There in New York, I think it's an improved offense. Second year for Darnold, I think they'll be doing just fine. Um, coming back around, it looks like I just picked up Hunter Henry in the tight end position. <laughs> it was uh, it was tough right there, anyways. Not a lot of uh, people I was really eyeing too much, so picking tight end in there is okay. I, I wish I would have uh, waited a little longer, but but I'm not I'm not too mad at, at that pick there either.
0: Okay, yeah. So I mean, we've got once again, we're, we've got a really short clock here, guys. So. Um we're ch- we're just trying to move as quick as possible. So I mean, we're not we're not putting um, as much time as normally you'd maybe have into these picks. They're kind of they're kind of forcing us into doing things quickly. Um, but uh, th- th- honestly, Robbie Anderson right there isn't a bad pick. Um, a-, a lot of people, a-, a lot of people feel a certain way about Robbie Anderson just because he's been so inconsistent over the years. Um, but I, I think a lot of people are gonna see this season that the Jets have put Robbie Anderson in a primary position to succeed he's going to be on the field 80 85 percent of snaps and he's actually going to be running more underneath routes this season so he's just not going to go long which i think is what he's known for and really what most most of us know him for uh, is you know his ball tracking skills so um if if he if they're using him underneath more this season and they're using him um for the long balls i mean he's just going to be a guy that um, just has a has a lot of action and um, has a lot of balls thrown his way, and that's just someone that you want on your team. Uh, well, so with
1: Bell there now, I just think you're going to see more consistency out of that offense. So I just I think you'll see more consistent numbers on a weekly basis.
0: Exactly, that's another good point. There is that he does have Le'Veon Bell there, and um, he is going to create some uh, different opportunities for Robbie Anderson. So um, I, I am up now, and uh, it's the sixth pick or, sorry, round round six, um, round six, pick 11, and I am going to go ahead and take Jared Cook here. Now, um, I am big on Jared Cook this season. Uh, he's, um, he had a great, la- he had, he was one of the best, he was one of the best Titans in football last season on the Raiders, and that was with Derek Carr and, and really a fumbling offense um, that really, he was the only one producing there last season, to be honest with you. It was Jared Cook every week, so... Um, I think in a better system um, with Drew Brees and Saints, uh, Jared Cook is just going to be someone to look out for this season. Um, he's, he, I, honestly, I think he's going to have a great year. So I think that's a quality pick there um, as far as kind of the end of your um, quality tight ends group this season. Um, how do you feel about Jared Cook? I, I uh, like season? him a lot. You
1: know, he's obviously established rapport with, uh, with quarterback Derek Carr, and, yeah, the offense should be improved this year. You know, picked up a running back there, Antonio Brown. I just – I think they'll be just fine. they got a good offensive line. Um, yeah, he's, he's – he's, uh should be fine this year. Fine pick.
0: Okay, and what I did um, with my pick coming back around is I took Latavius Murray. And I want to take a second to talk about Latavius Murray Um Latavius Murray is a guy who has always produced in the NFL. He's actually a guy who's been known as a workhorse back. Um, He's gotten 300 carries in a season, and that's a lot that a lot of running backs could not say. They couldn't handle that workload. So um, Latavius is going to be in that Mark Ingram role, and the Saints have been a top-two running back as far as fantasy points for the past... I think five, six seasons in a row. So there's literally no reason to think that Latavius is not going to be have great standalone value by himself, but he's always gonna but he's all but he's also gonna become a really high-end RB1 if Kamara ends up getting hurt. So he has that standalone value and then he has that um handcuff value. Um so that's just a really good pick um in the seventh, eighth round in my opinion. Um
1: yeah, great value there. Very agree.
0: Yeah, so uh it is gonna be Joey up next with the uh seventh round, eleventh pick. Um what are kinda of, you looking for according to your roster right now?
1: Oh you know, I'm pretty filled out, you know, I think I'm just gonna try and beef up my roster here. Um kind of best available at this point. I'm gonna hold off on my quarterback for right now. There's still a lot of uh a lot out there.
0: Okay, yeah, I I I was looking at that, too. Neither of us have taken a quarterback yet. Um, Who did you just pick there?
1: Um, So I ended up with Kenyon Drake. I just another running back there. Uh, Bolster my running backs. I only have two right now, so just give me another starting running back uh, to just kind of give me some some backup there, some depth.
0: Okay, and yeah, I mean, a a lot of people, I feel like um, Drake has gone down on their draft boards, and – I'm going to tell you, there's really there's no reason that he should have gone down on anyone's draft board. Um, Belage is is not a good running back. I'm going to be honest with you. He's fast, he's strong, but he's not a good running back. He he doesn't know how to hit the holes correctly. Um, he just, he's, he's never been that type of guy. And Drake is someone who is a top five guy. As long as he gets the touches, I'm not kidding. Per touch, Drake is one of the best players in the NFL. I'm, I'm not joking. Um, I, I think he averages over five and a half, six yards a touch. And that's insane. You just have to get him involved in the offense. And, um, I think the dolphins will do that. And I think with Bellage there and him not having a really high, um, wide skill set. I just feel like um, yeah, we really haven't seen much out of a you know, which also
1: seems to help. You know, I really thought he'd he'd take over, but we just haven't really seen it from from him yet. So at the at the current moment, I think Drake is your uh, your best option there in Miami
0: for sure. And I mean, if the, if they give him a load, he could he could definitely end up winning people their leagues, especially if you got him in the seventh eighth round, which is which is insane and really good value. So. Here we are um, in the 8th round. It's the 11th pick. It is the mentor's turn. So um, let's see what we got here. Uh, we got a Sterling Shepard at a wide receiver that I could snag. Um, Royce Freeman is still there, and I already talked about him a little bit. I do like Jordan How- Howard's value at this point. Um, and the quarterbacks that I have to choose are Cam and So I just went ahead and got Cam Newton because I'm talking instead of picking. And that's completely fine. I am big on Cam Newton this season. I think he's going to have a um, bounce back year. Um, he's one of those guys that, of course, is going to give you a lot of rushing um, yards and a lot of um, rushing touchdowns, and which is always good. Because, I mean, if, if he ends up throwing 25 touchdowns and chips in another six rushing, that's going to end up being a top um, five quarterback, which is kind of how he always gets that high ADP. Um, he is. He did have a little bit of an injury here in the beginning of the season, but I would not look too much into that. Um, he is going to be playing Week One, I'm sure, no doubt. He said it many times over the past couple days, and he did practice this week, so um, I do not expect him to have any issues making um, Week One. So um, it is the ninth round, second pick, and it is back around to me. So Jordan Howard is still there. I just said how that was some really good value right there, and that is who I'm going to pick. Um, As far as my roster right now, I do have uh, Zeke, Aaron Jones, Cam, Antonio Brown, Godwin, Cook, Lindsey, Latavius Murray, and Jordan Howard. Um, So I do have a lot of very nice running back depth right now. Um, I do know that there are some wide receivers that I can get um, in these later rounds that I do feel could – reach you know that lower end wide receiver two, higher end wide receiver three value. So um, it is coming back around to you, Joey, at uh, pick 11 in round nine. So um, let's see uh, who he picks here.
1: So it's my, uh, my wraparound again here, and I'm, I'm looking to fill out my team. Um, I'm pretty strong at uh, running back and receiver. I'm just going to keep bolstering. I see uh, uh, Moncrief here. At this uh, late in the stage, I, I like his uh, his value. Um, should be fine there. Pittsburgh, new team, they, they need a
0: receiver. He'll be,
1: should fit in right there at number two. Uh, I like his uh, his value there very much.
0: Yeah, um, I, I think that Moncrief is going to have a really nice season because while I'm not big on Big Ben this season... Um, I do feel like Ben is a guy who's going to be throwing it around the field. I mean, we all know that. He's a Hall of Famer. He's got the arm. And Moncrief is actually a very good receiver. He's a quality receiver. He doesn't have a lot of speed or anything like that. But he's a great round runner, um, and he just gets things done. He's shown that throughout his career in the NFL. He's definitely considered a vet at this point. And I definitely feel like he's beating out James Washington right now for that wide receiver two spot in um, Pittsburgh. So who else did you go with there?
1: Uh, coming back around, just another receiver there. Uh Michael Gallup was sitting there at this late of the stage, he's just kinda looking for flyers. Um you know, he's shown a lot. You know, they got Cooper now. He's gonna be their clear cut number two. He's uh kind of a, a high flyer, you know, he's got he's gonna have big games or, or not much, I think. So I think he's just a a a late flex there option could be you know, late in the season when you need him.
0: Yeah, um that's a guy that a lot of Cowboy faithful and people that are just you know insiders for the Cowboys think is going to have a breakout season. Um, Michael Gallup came from Baylor, if I'm not mistaken. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Anyway. No, he's
1: Colorado State. Oh,
0: Colorado not my, my bad. Colorado for State. Sure. So, um, so he came from Colorado State, and um, he had a great college career. And I think he came in last season with a little bit of inexperience. And, um and that just kind of cost him being involved in more of the snap count or in, or more in the of, of more in the, the snap percentage so um, I, I definitely see Gallup uh, having a great season and y- you also have to put in the fact that um, cooper um, has some plantar fasciitis problems so um, if that ends up coming up in the season and he has to miss a game or two that means Gallup is going to become the wide receiver one there and that's definitely going to um, make his value go up. So those are the first uh, ten rounds of that mock draft. Um, obviously, um, it gets a little crazy on Fantasy Pros because they only give you 30 seconds to draft, and whenever Everybody you're talking, yeah, and yeah, and there's people auto drafting. So whenever we're trying to talk through these picks, um, we, we got the auto draft going through. So um, it got a little wild in this mock draft um, <laughs> today uh it, i don't know it, it was good having someone else on here i know i've done a couple of podcasts now here by myself and they've been a lot of fun but honestly i think it was a good uh change of pace and really kind of um was good to discuss some different guys with um another person on the podcast so uh, it was really good to uh have you on the podcast today joey uh h- how did you feel about yeah it?
1: man it's fun uh, fun doing this first podcast uh you know i'm excited to get this uh, season kicked off let's uh you know, we'll we'll be here and hopefully you invite me back, Uh, I definitely enjoyed it. We'll do it again.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, um, we're here to uh, win you guys leagues this season. That's what we're trying to do. I want everyone listening to this podcast to be winning their league or at least be in the in, in the running at the end of the season. Obviously, you can't control a lot in fantasy football, but what you can control is making good decisions week in week out, and that is why I'm here. So thank you, all my protégés, for listening to today's podcast, and um, can't wait to uh, do the next one. See you guys later.